Welcome to Mom Tips, your essential dose of positive parenting content from the team at mom.com. Six ways couples can fight better, according to experts. A marriage or partnership can be many things. It can be fun, sexy, joyful, and an opportunity to raise kids and take on life together. But it can also be a place where tiny annoyances grow into big frustrations that eventually spiral. Whether it's petty bickering or a serious and possibly game-changing fight, most people hate having tension with their partner. But conflict in a relationship doesn't necessarily mean that it's doomed. In fact, experts say that arguing can actually be the sign of a healthy relationship, as long as it's constructive. That got us thinking. If conflict is both inevitable and sometimes even productive, there has to be real value in learning how to fight better and make your relationship stronger, right? So to find out, we talk to therapists, couples counselors, and even licensed social workers and ask them to share their best advice. Here's what they had to say. 1. Create a safe word. Andrea Dingdinger, a licensed marriage and family therapist based in San Francisco, California, told us that the most productive arguments happen when both parties are in a regulated, non-triggered state of mind. And the best way to achieve that is when you and your partner agree on a word or phrase that indicates when either of you are feeling triggered. The word is meant to literally pause a conversation mid-argument if things are getting too heated, and return to it when you both have clearer heads. But the key is to set a specific time to resume things. So you could pick a safe word like hurricane and follow it up with, let's finish this in the morning after we both get some sleep. The word you choose doesn't really matter as long as you both commit to it. 2. Don't get sidetracked. Rachel Eddins, a licensed therapist with Eddins Counseling in Houston, Texas, told us that there are ways to go about fighting with your partner that don't hurt each other's feelings and can help to actually come up with solutions to the issues that you are facing. The best way to do this, she said, is to think about what you are trying to convey to the other person before speaking it. When an argument gets heated, we sometimes forget the whole point of it, which doesn't help to solve anything, she explained. You can then express your feelings or concerns and let your partner tell you what they are feeling. Another pro tip? Always let them finish and never interrupt one another. 3. Remember the importance of active listening. What is active listening? According to Sharon Gilchrist O'Neill, a licensed marriage and family therapist from Ridgefield, Connecticut, it's about giving someone your absolute full attention. It's easier said than done, especially nowadays, when our phones are a constant distraction, but it's still possible. Active listening demands that you are not thinking about yourself or about the upcoming gathering you're looking forward to, or all about the work you could be doing instead of listening to the person sitting in front of you, said O'Neill. Instead, it requires a certain amount of empathy. Put yourself in their shoes, O'Neill advised, not necessarily to be able to help them, but to be able to then engage in a discussion that helps that person have more ideas about how to move forward. See the difference? 4. Maintain loving body language. Body language is a huge piece of conflict, said Jackie Tassiello, a board-certified therapist in Montclair, New Jersey, and science has proved that. According to Tassiello, researchers say that more than half and up to 90% of all communication is based on our body language. We want to feel safe and heard during a conflict, she said, meaning that crossed arms or a nasty tone of voice aren't conducive to good outcomes. 
However, agreeing to stay mindful of body language can de-escalate things. Mindfulness and how our body and breath feel can help keep us grounded and connected to any changes within our body and can help us know when we need a break, said Tassiello. 5. Make a list of boundaries. Dana Colthart, a licensed clinical social worker in Edgewater, New Jersey, told us she often tells her clients to create a list of personal boundaries during an argument. This provides a safe guideline for partners to not say hurtful things in the moment, she shared. The list may include not bringing up old fights, no cursing, no raised voices, and no cruel comments. While this may sound pretty simple, it can have a huge impact once tempers flare. 6. Know when to get help. If you're constantly trying to work through the same issues and still aren't getting anywhere, it may be time to call a couple's therapist who can help mediate. Ellie Borden, a practicing therapist from Ontario, Canada, told us this is particularly helpful if either party starts gaslighting, repeatedly bringing up the past, and casting blame. There is only so much one party can do in that situation, she pointed out. And if either partner has triggers they haven't addressed or lingering wounds from previous relationships, then a third party may actually be the best option. A few sessions may be enough to gain insight, identify triggers, understand the reasons for their triggers, and help the other party understand the vulnerabilities attached to those triggers, Borden told us. Looking for other constructive ways to work through conflicts? Head to CafeMom.com for more. Come back tomorrow for more mom tips. Spoken Layer